Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 18 of Unaired. I'm Ed. And I'm Mr. Ed. And fun fact, this is, I want to say, the fifth time we've done this intro. Yeah, um, I use really, really high-end quality software called GarageBand that comes with every MacBook Pro, and Ed uses shit. Like, a yeah. literal piece of shit. Like, just, it's on his desktop, and it's just, it's actual shit. Yeah, uh, Audacity has not been my friend lately, so don't name it oh well i just did so that's kind of awkward you talk good about the no it's fine it's free software too late (laughs) it is what we expect of it it is what it is so if you couldn't tell by eddie's intro of himself this week we watched the 2004 attempt to remake mr ed the talking horse yeah so for those of you who don't know what mr ed is shame on you of course uh it is a tv show from the 60s about a talking horse named Mr. Ed. And it's got the famous theme song, A Horse is a Horse, of course, of course. That, like, that whole thing. So... So bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's like... it's. I guess it's catchy, like, that long ago. Yeah, it was also, you know, 1960s. We've progressed. We've progressed. I mean, Andy Griff- the Andy Griffith show was just some dude whistling, so... Yeah, that's true. So... Uh, this is a attempt to remake the show in 2004. They had Sherman Hemsley, a.k.a. the guy that played George Jefferson, uh, voice Mr. Ed. Sarah Paxton played Wilbur Pope's daughter. And Garrett Dillahunt, he's from Raising Hope. He plays the dad in Raising Hope. Uh, he plays the handyman named Hendry. The wacky and wild handyman. Yep. So... Uh, the show, they filmed the pilot, they completed it, but they never really aired it, and I don't know exactly why, like, the main reasons behind it, but one thing that did happen before it was completed was the writer of the show and producer committed suicide before it was finished. It was just about finished, and then he, uh, he committed suicide. Yeah, so starting this, uh, starting this show on a, on a down note, so... Uh yeah, let's uh let's oh, it was a show that was produced for Fox, but they never opted to pick it up. So, I thought it was produced for a horse. Ha. Oh, for a horse, I hate you. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh let's get into it. So, the show starts off with a like panning camera shot of the skyline of New York City in beautiful 480p. Oh yeah. 480p this nice little like blurry image dare i say 360 dare i say you dare say it i dare you know? say and it's a little letterboxed format and a voiceover from sherman hemsley aka mr ed explains that new york city too much excitement for a 15 year old girl that's why wilbur pope moved his family out to this farm i'm mr ed and i'm gonna have my who's full on this one Because he doesn't have hands. He's a horse. Of course. Of course. So, uh, the daughter, Amanda, she is outside and she's talking on her phone to her friend, explaining, Ugh, all I do is I go to a couple clubs, puke on one cop, and he buys this stupid farm and moves us out here. Been there. Oh, yeah. We all have. So, Wilbur walks out. And she's like, oh, I got I uh, got to go. And she hangs up the phone, kind of walks away. 
and then his wife is introduced and she's uh not too happy that they all had to move to this farm and wilbur's just like hold on you haven't seen the best part i'm gonna show you the barn and he shows her the barn and he says this is gonna be my law office and she replies with who are you gonna represent out here people whose pies are stolen from windowsills and then the hand guy or the handyman comes in and he's like i wouldn't steal no pies pretty much and the handyman jim hendry that's where we we uh meet him as eddie just said he just comes in he's like i wouldn't steal no pies i would be by that windowsill doll i like that you call him the handman at first i was he's yeah right i I immediately took that back because it's just like i i created the scary image in my head and it actually scared it out of me and i was like i can't do this anymore because he's a giant hand (laughs) <laughs> he, no, I just thought of like this guy who has one big hand and one hook hand and an eye patch. Oh, wow. That's very different from what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking kind of like the hash-slinging slasher, but a real-life version of him. Oh, yeah. So he uh, introduces himself. His name is Jim Hendry. He's the handyman. And he goes, and this is Mr. Ed. And he says, he basically explains that Mr. Ed comes with the property and that like now they own a horse. They're stuck with him. I like the analogy he uses. He's like, what was it? Like, like a witch's corpse. Yeah, like a witch's corpse. Uh, classic witch's corpse on your property. Classic Happens witch's sometimes, corpse. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. And so, uh, Wilbur is not like too on board about this whole horse thing. And Hendry's kind of like, well, I can get rid of him if you want. Hendry then asks them, what brings you to the kidnapping capital of the world? And the wife's just like, wait, what? Nobody said this was kidnapping, like the kidnapping capital. And, and he the goes, yeah. kid, the little kid, thrilled about to hear this news, just jumps up and goes, what was the sister's name again? Oh, Amanda. Oh, yeah. Amanda, Amanda, we're so going to get kidnapped. Yep. <laughs> so uh, Mr. Hendry again, like explains like, you know, I can get rid of this old glue pot for you. And. He's just like, nah, we'll talk about that later. And as he walks out, uh, Mr. Ed's just like, who you call an old glue pot? I still get more play than P. Diddy. And that's when Boom. the theme song starts. And that's when you also know that this is a very hip horse. Oh, yeah. Hip horse. He's from the streets. You don't play no shit. He's from the barns. No, at one point, he doesn't he talk about how he used to be a... Um, yeah we'll get to that yeah okay we'll talk we'll talk later all right so this is where we get the theme song which is basically just an updated version of the a horse is a horse of course of course but it's very like upbeat and then when we come back from the theme song uh his family runs out of the house screaming because there was a raccoon in the house and when the wife says that there's a raccoon in the house the son picks up a rock and goes i got this (laughs) and they immediately stop him of course because they're not going to send a little child in there. But what they will do is get into an argument about Amanda's skimpy clothing and tell her to go back in to change. Oh, yeah. But not before uh, they reveal that Hendry uh, caught a raccoon and he's got it in a burlap sack. And the wife's just like, oh, is it just the one raccoon? He's just like, no, nah, she's pregnant. She's protecting your litter. And Wilbur, after like, discussing like oh your clothes are too skimpy to amanda he tells her to go back inside and change and she goes i'm not doing that there's an animal in there and hendry just screams at the top of his lungs i am not an animal 
in the way like from from uh what is it called i have no idea fuck it's from a movie it's from a really popular movie people are gonna rip us apart for this but sorry are you thinking of keep the change you filthy animal no i am not an animal it's from something oh, i have no idea i'm gonna look it up you do that i'll keep I'm gonna going i'm gonna look it up all right interrupt me when you find it i will so basically the wife and amanda are like freaking out like oh we hate this place like why'd you make us move here and they go off on their own and the son goes you know what dad for what it's worth i think this place is awesome when i get home from school today i'm gonna blow up some mailboxes don't sweat it (laughs) i like this kid he's got spunk he's got moxie He's got moxie. Where did this good old-fashioned grit go with these kids and the millennials with the video games and the iPhones? So, Hendry uh, catches the raccoon, and, like, that's the end of the scene. And uh, they end up in the barn, because that's where Hendry's gonna just put the raccoon for now. And he explains, like, yeah, I'll just, uh... I'll keep it here for a couple days, then I'll drive out of the country. And there's like a whole joke about like, you're in the country, you're driving out of the country. Oh, I got it. You did? It's Elephant Man from 1980. Oh, well, you know, topical reference. Yeah, it's like in a conversation and he's like uh, talking about, he's like, you're an elephant. I don't know. And he's like, I'm not an elephant. I am not an animal. You know, I have never seen that movie, so I don't feel bad about that. I am a human being. I am a man. <laughs> so, the wife asks Hendry, like, if there's any Pilates, if there's any uh, Pilates places around there, and he goes, "Oh yeah, there's a few of them. What you need to do is you need to pull out the driveway, take a left, and then drive all the way back to New York City." Yeah, get your fucking city ass out of here. Yep, and uh, then the wife leaves. And Wilbur goes, were you just staring at my wife's ass? And Hendry goes, busted. And I don't know if he's saying he was busted for, like, he was caught staring at her ass, or if he busted a nut. I wasn't quite sure. I'm 100% sure that he said he was busted staring at her ass. But did he get, did he bust staring at her ass? You are a disgusting version of a human being. Yeah, Hendry is. (laughs) Good good cover-up. Yeah. <laughs> and then he continues to say um, that that's a compliment. Yeah, he says, like, oh, don't worry, that's a compliment. And uh, this is when Wilbur finds out that Mr. Ed can talk because Mr. Ed goes, that Hendry is a horse's ass. Another horse joke. Going strong with these. But he's, he said it while Henry, Henry, right, right? Hendry. Hendry? Yeah. That's our main character's name? His name's Jim Hendry. Is that what we're going to call him? I'm just calling him Hendry because that's what they called him. Okay. Well, so Hendry, when the, when the horse talks to him, has his back to the horse so he doesn't see it. Yeah. So he's like, the fuck did this come from? Yeah. Mister And Mr. Ed's just like, yeah, I'm a talking horse. Get over it. And he tells Wilbur to relax and drink some whiskey. And he gives him a half-empty bottle of whiskey. Because, you know, that's what horses do. Well, he's not going to drink rum. He's a horse. That makes... Well, yeah, of course. 
Don't you know anything? Don't you know anything? <laughs> well, you know, uh, they don't drink uh, rum because it hurts their throat. It makes it a little hoarse. It's just not their thing. They're horses. Like, horses drink whiskey. Eddie. You don't know Eddie. this? You don't know Eddie. this. Eddie. It makes it a little hoarse. I am going to fly across the country and strangle you. <laughs> okay. So Mr. Ed is basically like, okay, forget all that Oprah crap your wife told you. What you need to do is you need to slap a muzzle on that kid, chop off her hair, make her ugly, and stick her in her room until she's 21. And Solid plan. The, I mean, he's not wrong. I'm just kidding. Don't actually do that if you have a kid. Or if you don't have a kid. Especially don't do that if you don't have a kid. So this is when, uh, this is when Wilbur's wife walks in. And he's freaking out, like, oh, my God, this horse talks. Watch, this horse talks. And, like, Mr. Ed just goes, like, Rrr. and she's like, oh, wow, he talks. Ha ha. And this is one of Eddie's favorite parts. Eddie, take it away. Wait, what? The wife's response to the horse talking. Oh, oh, my, yeah. Um, I want to get the animal right. Was it a duck? It was a duck. It was a duck. Okay, let's do this. Um, so yeah, she she goes, first of all, her response to the horse thing was, oh no, you didn't just move me out to the country and then go crazy on me. It's a double whammy right there. And so she goes, he's like, no, 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 he really talks. Uh, he was telling me about how my wife is wrong about everything, basically. And then she was like, oh, and I met a talking duck outside. What did he say? I don't know what he said after that. That's about it. And then he goes, did he sound like a black guy? Oh, that was the kicker, right? Yeah. He asked if the duck sounds like a black guy. Because the horse sounds like a black guy. Because it's voiced by a black guy. You know, because it's Fox. So racism. This is in 2004, too. This is impressively... Late to the party. <laughs> so his wife sees the whiskey and she's like, you're an idiot. You've been drinking and you like, you think that this horse is talking. She leaves. And he's and, like, no, it's the horse's whiskey, man. Yep. And then, then she leaves and he goes, hey man, this isn't the cheap stuff. Go easy. Ah. And he basically is like, why didn't you say something to my wife? And Mr. Ed's response is, there's two things I don't trust, women and elk. It's a long story. And I immediately thought back to uh, Goldmember, which I'm pretty sure actually came out the same exact year as this, where Austin Powers' dad is just like, there's two people I can't stand, people intolerant of other cultures and the Dutch. And the Dutch. It's <laughs> all I could think about. So this is when uh, Mr. Ed like kind of explains like, hey, I understand your situation moving from New York to the country. I used to be a police horse in New York, but I moved out to the country after I caught my youngest hanging out at the track. Again, beating it down with all the horse jokes. I mean, he's a, he's a horse, so it's not a joke. No, but like they're milking. They're this milking. Is life. It. This is life. You're just making fun of a man's lifestyle. Well, a horse's lifestyle. <laughs> You know, if there was a talking cow, they definitely would be milking it. Fuck you. <laughs> be prepared for very, very many uh, farm-based puns. 
<laughs> so, uh, Wilbur's like, I can't believe I'm talking to a horse. And Mr. Ed goes, I can't believe I'm talking to a lawyer. How much is this going to cost me? Ha, ah, uh, get it. Uh, lawyer joke. Because lawyers be expensive. And terrible people. Just kidding. Not all of them. Just some. some. Just some. So uh, then we cut to, I assume this is when they cut to commercial because it's a new scene and it's also in the barn. And the daughter, Amanda, is in the barn on her phone and Wilbur walks in and asks how school is. And she's like giving him like short answers then she goes, oh, how do you like, uh, how do you like the horse, Mr. Ed? And she responds with, eh, he's okay. He's old and he smells like grandma. Ooh. Yeah. He knows what she's saying, fam. Them is fighting words. And then Wilbur suggests that they take him out for a ride because that's something they can't do in New York. And, you know, it's a little father-daughter bonding time. And then we cut to them riding Mr. Ed and Wilbur slumps off the horse sounding very defeated and he says i hope you didn't have your heart set on having a new brother or sister what because you know horse riding it can take a toll on your bits your man bits oh ha good yeah. one you know ball jokes ball jokes balljokes.com that's a category so uh, he's basically just chatting with her about like school and how she's going to make friends out here anyways, like not to worry. And she goes, dad, listen, I have friends. I'm not unpopular. And Mr. Ed, like under his breath goes, no kidding. Have you seen that skirt? Ah, he's making fun of her cause she's a whore. Yeah. And, uh, she's just like, there's this guy, he's hot in the John Mayer kind of way. And Mr. Ed goes, he's a popular musician. Like he's trying to help out Wilbur. He like whispers, he's a popular musician. And <laughs> and his response is, yeah, his, his response is very, very candid with, ah, yes, the popular musician. Exactly. And he goes, yeah, his name's Hank. And Mr. Ed goes, Hank Simpson. Hank Simpson? Yeah, how do you know him? And Ed just goes, I think she got his beat here. Ah, yeah, because doesn't really know shit. That exchange, I will say, did work out pretty well. I thought it was a good comedic exchange right there it was it was a good one it was a good one it was good so uh when we get back to the barn wilbur and mr ed are talking and he's like amazed at how him and his daughter actually were able to talk and like bond and hendry pops out of nowhere and goes who are you talking to and he goes i'm not talking to the horse i can see that yeah and hendry kind of just walks away like okay this is weird and well, he he blames it on his meds, doesn't he? I think so. Yeah, he blames it on his uh, the meds that he got because he got bit by. A yeah, possum. yeah. Hendry blames it on uh meds that he got from being bitten by a wild animal. Yeah, and then he like violently twitches and he's like, "That was definitely from the meds." Yep. And uh, this this reference, I don't understand this reference, but when Wilbur asks like if Hendry knows what's up. Mr. Ed goes, nah, Hendry's slower than Keanu Reeves after a turkey dinner. <laughs> basically, he's saying, like, when um, in The Matrix, Keanu Reeves does that, like, like he basically slows down time to, like, dodge the bullets. Yeah. And it, like, in that scene, oh, okay. like, you can see the bullets moving past him. He's saying, like, he's that slow, and then he ate turkey, so he's tired, so he's even slower. 
Okay, now that makes sense. Yeah. You know, the best jokes are the ones you have to explain. <laughs> yeah, the best jokes are the ones that you have to explain in detail and ruin completely. <laughs> so Mr. Ed's basically trying to get Wilbur to go with him, and they're going to go to Hank Simpson's house and kind of, like, intimidate him to not date Amanda. And Wilbur is, like, not having any of it. He wants to build trust with his daughter, so he goes, okay, it's not happening. And right after Wilbur leaves, Mr. Ed walks over to a phone, and he calls Hank Simpson's house, and he says, (laughs) this is Amanda's father. If you ever even so much as look at my daughter again, I'm going to stick my foot so far up your behind, you're going to wonder why your mouth tastes like hoof. Uh, (laughs) A boot. Boot, not hoof. This was my favorite fucking part in the entire show. Really? Yeah. It was so funny. I don't know why. I was just like, I'm going to stick my legs so far up your ass. You're going to wonder why it tastes like hoof. I mean, I mean, boot. (laughs) I don't know. Something funny about that. His his fuck up was pretty entertaining. So then we cut to the family inside the house. And Hendry has another animal in a burlap sack. And the wife and Wilbur are kind of like, where do these things keep coming from? And Hendry says, well, when a boy possum likes a girl possum, he gives her a special hug. And then he looks at the wife and he goes, even if she's already married. Ah. Yeah, because Hendry's... That's that's the kicker there. Yeah, Hendry's uh, being very transparent. He he wants Wilbur's wife. Kind of gross. He's a rat. No, no, no. He's a human. So uh, this is when Amanda storms in and she's like, Dad, you suck. You called my boyfriend and said if you ever talk to me again, you're going to stick a hoof in his mouth. Hey, fam. Don't fuck with me then, okay? Yeah, just like. If you can't handle the hoof, don't fuck with me then. Raise the hoof. Raise the hoof. So. The hoof uh, is on fire. We don't need no water. Water. Let the, we, you can lead a horse to water. Let the motherfucker burn. Okay, there it is. So, uh, Wilbur's just like, oh, I know who did this. And he kind of goes into the barn. And Mr. Ed is just chilling. He's, he's playing with his Zen garden. And Wilbur storms in like, you told her boyfriend you were going to stick a hoof in his mouth? Hey, okay, hold on. I remember when I saw him making a Zen garden. I fucking died. Oh, yeah, because it was so ridiculous. It was so, like, just, I don't know, man, a horse with a little tiny wooden rake. Yeah, he had it in his mouth, and he was using it to stir up the sand. He's just making little sand lines. But he's a, he's a horse. So, yeah, Mr. Edge is kind of like, yeah, you're welcome. I kind of helped you. And Wilbur is pissed. He's like, no, we were bonding, and now she's freaking out. Yeah, but it's your virgin daughter freaking out, not some little hoe on the prairie. And I like that goof. I like that low joke there. He's just the sassiest horse in all the land. I'm loving his puns. He's a very punny horse. He is. So the wife walks in, and she's pissed, because she's like, this isn't how you bond with your daughter. That's a bad idea to yell at her boyfriend and everything. And I invited Hank to dinner so you can apologize to him. And she leaves. And Wilbur's talking to Mr. Ed again, saying, you can't go around pretending to be me. And Hendry, still, he uh, strolled on in, and he's like, who are you talking to? M- myself. So you can't go around pretending you're you. 
I'm very complicated. I'm from New York. And Hendry's just like, something's going on here. And just leaves. And Mr. Ed's kind of like, shh, you're an idiot. That wasn't smooth at all. So Wilbur just fucks up his Zen garden and leaves. And then Ed was yelling at him, bad karma, because you can't fuck up the garden, man. No, that is bad karma. Bad juju. Bad juju on that beat. So then we cut to the family at dinner, and Hank is there, and he's explaining, yeah, it's only been me and mom since dad took off. The wife goes, divorce? No, tornado. Carried him away. I lost it at that joke, because I love a good misdirect. Twas a good misdirect. Twas. I also like a good family getting carried away by tornadoes. Uh, well, it was just the dad. Just, just kidding. I can't say that and not take it back because I actually worked with tornado survivors. And it's it's a fucked up thing. Yeah, no shit. So Wilbur uh, looks over and he sees Hank's uh, hand is on Amanda's leg and rubbing it. And he just goes, oh, it's good corn, huh? Sweet, tender, and underage. Because he's freaking out that this dude's touching his daughter. In front of him. Right in front of him. This dude has some right balls. He's got, he's not about, he's about to have less balls. Oh, well, oh yeah. Like, maybe one less. Those so, balls are about to belong to some animals. You know, out of context, that sounds terrible, so we're going to get to that in a minute. Just hang in there, guys. <laughs> so, like, they finish up dinner, and Amanda and Hank go outside, and she's just like, a tornado didn't take your dad away. And Hank goes, and tornado, U.S. Marshal. Either way, I have no curfew. I was thinking maybe I can meet you in the barn after the parents go to sleep. And Amanda's like, that's eh, probably not a good idea, but whatever. Yeah, sure. But guess who was lurking around the corner? Mr. Ed. He saw the whole thing. And he tells Wilbur. Dude, Mr. Ed is like the black horse version of James Bond. He's, I couldn't think of a horse pun. You couldn't think of a horse pun? Nah, I was going to try and be like James something, but I don't know enough about uh, horses. If he was a sheep, we could be like James Bond. See, there we go. <laughs> but he's not a sheep, he's a horse. Maybe uh, James Bond can uh, come back later when we pitch episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Ed tells Wilbur about the whole thing. And he's like, yeah, we got to go fuck him up. And Wilbur goes, no, I have a better idea. So uh, Hank walks in and he's like, Amanda. And Mr. Ed does a Amanda impression, which is very terrible to kind of lure Hank into the barn. I like when um when things, things start getting really obscure because basically what they want to do is they want to lure the animals after him. And... Um, so they, they make him start rubbing peanut butter all over his body by having Amanda, quote unquote Amanda, telling him to do so. And, you know. Yeah. It's, and the thing is, like, he he's just like, OK, that's weird. Yeah. Why and, do you sound so different? And he he just goes, I uh, uh just got my tongue pierced. Yeah. I, my favorite part, though, was after um after that. I forget what, what he says, but like he uh, Mr. Ed says something that kind of makes um what's his boyfriend's name again hank hank yeah makes hank kind of catch on to whatever is going on a little bit or well, i mean he doesn't really catch on at all he's just a fucking idiot 
but he starts to catch on a tiny bit to something that's kind of weird. And instead of like getting into character more, Mr. Ed just goes, do it, bitch. Yep. <laughs> he just, he goes, Wilbur, do it. <laughs> and Wilbur unleashes all the animals that were uh, caged up in the barn, like all the animals that Henry caught earlier. And they, uh, you know, they attack, they attack Hank and Mr. Ed and Wilbur is like, oh, did you see his face? Did you see his onions? I didn't because there was a big old badger hanging off of him. Ah, I get it. See, now the animals and the ball jokes from earlier sounds appropriate. No, it doesn't. Exactly. It'll never sound appropriate. It just sounds... No, but it makes sense now. It sounds normalized, though, in context. There we go. And then Wilbur's so excited, he kisses Mr. Ed. And Mr. Ed's like, whoa, I don't know what you heard, but I don't ride side saddle. That's the horse term for gay. Is it? I've heard. So the next morning, Amanda tells uh, Wilbur, like, hey, you know, I got to apologize to you. Your instinct, your instincts about Hank were right. He called this morning and he said I was some freaky peanut butter eating dominatrix. I don't even like peanut butter. And the mother looks at her like, the fuck? Like, just the fact that she didn't deny the dominatrix thing. Yeah, I think I think you can like totally tell the dad did it here because he's just smiling when when she talks about her boyfriend calling her a peanut butter eating dominatrix. Yeah. Cause like I don't know about you. I'm not a dad. But and I'm I mean I hate kids, but if I had a kid and they said they were a peanut butter eating dominatrix, or someone said that they were a peanut butter eating dominatrix rather, I'd be kind of weirded out by that. Yeah, yeah. But like a little... you know, then again, he Wilbur Wilbur was the peanut butter eating dominatrix in the end. Yeah, oh yeah. He was behind everything, so he was smirking like a motherfucker. He was uh pulling the strings. He was the puppet master. So he's just like, Oh well, I'm sorry it didn't work out. And Amanda goes, Oh, it's okay. There's this new guy, he's twenty five. Don't worry, he's in my grade. I what she's like What? She's fourteen. Just uh just a reminder. And she's dating a twenty five year old. She's about to. She's about to. But don't worry, he's in her grade. I bet he's just like some fucking glue eating twenty five year old who just doesn't know it. What is left from his right? You know, um, if he's glue eating, then Mr. Red and him won't get along. So then uh, we see outside that Mr. Hendry is taking uh, Mr. Red away like they asked him to in the beginning. And Wilbur's like, no, we're keeping him. Cause There's something weird. They're friends, man. They're friends yeah, now. They're, they're friends. They're buds. And, and Hendry just goes, you know, there's something weird going on between you and this horse. Not sexy weird, but weird weird. Yeah, and then he says he's gonna he's he's watching him or something. Yeah. And I mean I would be like, fam, you work for me. Shut up. <laughs> so uh he takes Mr. Ed back to the barn and Ed's very happy about this. He's like, you know, I'm not one of those horses that's comfortable expressing emotion, but thank you for not letting them turn me into Alpo. And that's when Wilbur's wife walks in and she's just like, you really like that horse, don't you? Yeah, I do. And then she starts undressing. She's like, you know, the kids aren't here. And he stops her. He's just like, no, 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 not in front of the horse. And he brings her into the house. And Mr. Ed just yells after him. It's okay to be intimidated. You've already seen my junk. 
Get it? Because he's hung like a horse because he is a horse. Yeah, and if you're not familiar with horse junk, it's massive. Yeah, it's a uh, it's like a big. It's like that's, a baseball bat. That's why uh that's why the term hung like a horse exists. I've never used it because it's just an awkward term. It is. Like you don't you don't get many opportunities for that one. Nope. And like, you know, all the horse puns we've already had, we have to. Yeah. This is one of the few times you can use it, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, that's how the episode ends. Yep. One one massive dick joke and curtain. Uh, what else would you expect from Fox? Hey, you don't slander the good name of Fox. I believe I just did. They're a great network. Fox. They produce... Last in the ratings, but first They produce quality content, and you should not insult them, sir. <laughs> so, Eddie, had the show been picked up, what kind of episodes do you think we would have seen? Well, you see our horse friend here, he's very sneaky. Like a spy. Mm-hmm. So, we're gonna have... He's gonna find some accomplices that also speak human English. Like... As his... opposed to horse English. Right, like he's gonna have a sheep friend whose name is James Bond. Uh, yes. Oh, oh, see what I did there? He's, ah, James Bond. Um, yes. Anyways. You know, the joke made earlier, but shut, okay. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Um, <laughs> this is my time to shine. Anyways, back to my script. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> and, you know, someone will have stolen... Uh, <clears throat> Mr. Ed's love interest, who was a lady horse by the name of Wilma P. Gray. All right. And she was a gray-maned horse. That's why her name was Wilma P. Gray. And he could have been like, she was Wilma P. Great. He could have said that, but he's too cool because he's Mr. Ed the talking horse. Not Ed the shitty pun maker. Exactly. You're you're catching okay. on. You're catching on. <laughs> this episode is getting into your brain correctly. You're starting to move with the gears of my art flow. Anyways, um, and you know, Mr. Ed goes on an adventure with his good sidekick, James Bond, and they save <laughs> his fair lass in a swift motion of justice. And the end. Also, right. also, um, there's an episode where they go on a cruise, but they don't want to leave Mr. Ed behind with the fucking weird ass uh, handyman. And so they need to figure out a plan to get Ed onto the ship. And they do. And then it's like a hiding in plain sight kind of thing. Like they put like a wig or like a sun hat. And, and some shades on Mr. Ed. So almost like in the first Scooby-Doo movie. Yeah. Where they dress him up as a grandma yeah. to get him on the plane. And like, it's it's one of those, 
It's one of those they shows. They put him in flip flops, but he's like, these aren't flip flops; these are clip clops. Yeah, and everyone's just <laughs> everyone's pretending like they don't know it's a horse, but it's it's Mister and the talking horse. Come on, you, you can't tell me it's not. You don't see it. And obviously, the only way to end that episode would be with Ed surfing. Yeah, naturally. Who who the fuck are you, an amateur? But not surfing on the ocean. He'd be surfing on one of those like fake wave machines that they well, have on the obviously. Ah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he would be doing that. He'd probably be doing boogie boarding. I feel like like a subplot of that episode could be like Hendry felt all alone, so he snuck onto the cruise ship. Or he was onto them, so he snuck onto the cruise ship. There we go. Yeah. And he, there could be like a funny scene where he like walks up to Mister Ed, all disguised. He goes, hey, "Have you seen a horse around here?" Oh, also, um, I sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I think this is more of an episode as it is an underlying plot. I think if the sh- if this show did have more episodes, the underlying plot would be like, um, Hendry, right? That's his name. Hendry, H- yeah, Hendry, yeah. Hendry is going to be like, like kind of on. Mr. Ed and Wilbur's ass the whole time. Right. He's trying to like figure out what's going on. Right. Like he's going to be really into that, that investigative nonsense, even though he's an idiot. Yeah. See, I feel like there'd be an episode. He's going to come back in my series, the series finale, Hendry. He's coming back in a big way. So, but for, uh, a different episode. Oh, he can be my villain from the 007 episode I was talking about. There you go. So I feel like there could be an episode where, like, Mr. Ed mentions he has kids in the first episode. So, like, there's going to be an episode where his kid shows up. And, like, he, like, when we meet him, Wilbur's just like, oh, is this your kid? And there's going to be a joke here where where uh, Mr. Ed's just like, no, that's my calf. Kid is a baby goat, dummy. Ah, good one. Yeah, because, you know, got to keep with, with the farm puns. I'm sure James Bond would love that one. Oh, yeah. So, like, they're all introducing each other. And then Mr. Ed, like, starts to suspect that this actually isn't his kid. That, like, the mom had been lying to him this whole time. So what they do is they get a paternity test done on Moori, which is a cow version of Mori. Ah, I was going to ask if you were going with this direction oh yeah absolutely and it turns out that he is not the father and Moori's just like mr ed why the long face turns out it's not your son and he goes you know what he is my son and he adopts him he just goes this is my face stop being a (laughs) dick (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's one episode now the series finale wilbur like they they talk about how he is a lawyer and he gets a new client, and it's a farmer who's trying to sue for custody of a farm animal, uh, one of his farm animals that went missing, and a family like found him and owns him now. And he doesn't really give much details, but he makes a good case for the farmer. And then the farmer goes, "Oh, good," and hands him papers. He's like, "You've been served." Turns out, Mister Ed was the farm animal he's trying to sue for custody of. And like throughout this whole thing, Hendry's like, "Okay, what the hell is going on?" And they revealed to him that Mr. Ed can talk. And they were like a little skeptical because they didn't know how he'd react. But Hendry's just like, holy shit, this horse talks. We got to make sure we get to keep him. He's awesome. <laughs> so, what, 
So what they do is they stage Mr. Ed's death without telling anyone. The farmer gets pissed that like, oh, that horse is dead now. Fine, I'm just going to leave. Then Ed gets up and he's just like, yay, I get to stay here with you. Well done, sir. Yeah. And then like Wilbur is just like, so this isn't the end of our friendship. And he goes, and it turns to Mr. Ed and Mr. Ed goes, nay. I hate you. so yeah that's how the series would end do you have any uh final thoughts nay okay okay so uh yeah i i enjoyed the show it grew on me um hey it's got my name in it i'm it's got my name too on board already half on board yeah so uh if if you notice like a little bit of like a sound quality change halfway through, it's because this episode we had to record was cursed. This episode. Yeah, this episode's been cursed and we had to record it in two parts. We recorded halfway and then Eddie's uh something went wrong with GarageBand on on his end. Yeah, it was a little but bit of prior both. To it that... was like we recorded once and then your sound kind of cut out um on our call cuz what we do is we call and we record in the background while we're on the call together. Um, and then the second time we start, tried recording, my software uh, started to get buggy on me. Long story short, we've tried to record this episode six or seven times at this point. But we persevered and we did. And it's it's so, going to come out this week. Yeah. So this was supposed to come out last week. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, to make up for that, we're doing an episode, an extra episode in December because December, it turns out, has five Thursdays. So we're going to do four of those Thursdays. Truth. Yep. So we're going to throw a bonus episode in for next month. That way it kind of makes up for missing last week. Yeah. Um, also, also want to take a minute right now. Uh, I found this new podcast. It's called Seriously Casual. S-R-S-L-Y. That's how it's spelled for seriously. Seriously. Uh, it's seriously. Seriously it's casual. It's basically like a group of friends and they just kind of chat with each other. Group of our but, friends. You know, yeah, it's a very funny podcast. And like, I know what you're thinking, like a group of friends chatting. That's like every podcast. But what sets this one apart is their personalities. They're very, they're very funny. And they also like, it's very, it's a very structured chat. Like each of them brings in a topic each week that they want to talk about. And they kind of go off on that rather than just sitting there and like talking and rambling. They each have like a specific topic that they want to talk about. Like the, uh, first episode of it i listened to uh they talked about like personality tests they each took one and kind of discussed their results they talked about musicals like which ones they've seen which ones they like stuff like that uh it's definitely it's definitely worth checking out i'd recommend it uh it's on itunes that's where i found it uh i'm pretty sure it's on pretty much all the major podcasting like distributors if that's the word for that but yeah definitely check that out yeah uh, do you have anything else? I have a few things. Um, first of all, the bro shed has been put on hiatus. I apologize. Uh, that was quick. <laughs> it's it's not uh, it's, okay. I'll I'll just say the reason. It's better to say the reason first. Uh, I'm working on a blog, so check it out. I'll give more info on that in the future. All right. Uh, now for some housekeeping. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We're at Unheard Podcast. 
check us out on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. It's just Unaired Podcast. We have an Instagram. It's also Unaired Podcast. Um, I want to say that's it. Yeah. 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 So uh, thanks for listening. And just remember, some things are better left unaired. Bye, guys. Yeah, bye. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Shout out to soundslikeanearful.com for the use of our theme song. Oh, yeah. Can't forget that. Love them dudes. All right. Bye. Bye.